0: Refresh your wardrobe with Lifestyle's stylish collection that's totally worth it. Shop for curated fashion essentials from 3 dollars and trendy work-from-home styles from $4.99. Visit your nearest store today. Style that's worth it. Lifestyle. Your style. Your store.
1: Get counseled by Inner Sight. By inner sight. By inner sight. On Heart to Heart with, with Sandy. With
0: Good afternoon you're listening to heart to heart on Q radio with Sandy and Inner Sight today I have with me Ajanta hi Ajanta hi Sandy how are you doing today good thank you Sandy yeah so how was your holiday and everything very nice, thank you. Fantastic. So if uh, this is your first time into Heart to Heart, um, this is a program which um, touches on a dip- different uh, topic uh, every week and we have our wonderful counselors, either Mahesh or uh, Ajanta, to fr- to help us um, in counseling or dealing with certain topics. And today I have with me Ajanta from Innersight and uh, Innersight is a counseling and uh, training uh, center and they deal with all... Su- all types of counselling, with uh, kids, with marriages, with a lot of LGBT issues, and uh, that's why we'd like to talk about it. And if you have any questions about what we're talking about, give us a call and tell us. So, um, today's topic is uh, uh, transgender issues. Hmm. And uh, we know what the whole uh, transgender situation is in India, Hmm. where, uh, you know, people treat them badly they're not given housing where uh, jobs are not easy to come by and that creates that poses a huge problem for them and you know we believe that everybody should be included in society rather than discriminated against mm-hmm. and uh, that's why i feel that you know a good uh, show would help uh, people understand what transgenders are about Mm. and how to deal with them and teach transgenders what they should look for, how they could get counseled, um, you know, how how they can solve their problems by seeking counseling and, you know, helping them,
1: I mean, making it easier for them Mm. to uh, work in society. I think, uh, you know, some of the things that you spoke about, um, a lot of it is uh, related to lack of knowledge and understanding of what really transgenders are. Or Absolutely. And I think uh, somewhat, sometimes in society, one tends to be afraid. Anything which uh, shakes, uh, you know, uh, the sort of slots that society has made. Yeah. That a people should be a certain way, people should dress a certain way, people should like a certain uh, thing. And uh, when, when they see something which is different, it automatically makes them very insecure so I think the lack of knowledge is one of the reasons why there is so much of uh, suspicion ridicule and uh, really discrimination against transgenders
0: yes Ajanta and you know today is um, International Transgender Remembrance Day mm-hmm. which is why we've chosen this week to be all about uh, trans issues and uh, you know I feel that if we bring to light certain certain things people who are listening who are transgender can, can be helped and people who are um, dealing with transgenders can be helped mm-hmm. so So, you know, I'm hoping that this show will help both sides of the coin. You know, we have talked a lot about LG and B issues, but Mm -hmm. we've never touched upon trans issues at all. Mm -hmm. And that's why today, Ajanta, I thought we'd talk about, uh, you know, transgenders Mm -hmm. and how, um, you know, their thought processes and how they could actually uh, integrate themselves uh, with the lives of other people without feeling, um, would you say, without feeling embarrassed or bad or miserable about it Mm. so
1: you know, the, the first thing is most people have is what is a transgender? Yeah, I think it's uh, somebody who uh, has been, uh, you know, is, is born a certain particular gender but mm-hmm. identifies with being uh, uh, of belonging to another gender. Or more plainly speaking, you're born a woman, mm-hmm. but you identify as uh, yourself as a man. So basically you have the body
0: parts of a woman, yes. the sexual organs of a woman, and, um, you know, but you feel that you're a man and yes. you look at life through... The eyes of a man. Yes, you want to dress
1: like a man. You want to be like a man. All of it. So.
0: Okay, so that's why um, you know name changes happen. Yes. um The dress, uh, the the clothes they wear, are, are, are what
1: they identify with, and um, which is why I think uh, there's a big difference between uh, the uh, lesbian, gay, and bisexuals and mm-hmm. transgenders because uh, this is more obvious. You don't okay. meet someone and know their sexual orientation, but if you meet a transgender, you would know. But I think sometimes also you you might not know because if it's a woman mm. who's
0: identifying as a man and she has a short hair, she can kind of pass off. Yeah, because, possibly. Yeah, because the way women are like uh, dressed today is mm. it's very it's very unisex. Yes. I mean a man could dress like that, a woman could dress like mm. that. Of course, it's a, if uh, she's um, I mean if he's. Mm. Um, d- what do you say identifying as a woman it's, it's a different. little bit more obvious yeah, because yeah. he's going to be dressing in skirts mm. and it's pretty apparent when a man is trying to uh, transition into a woman mm. and I think even with a woman transitioning into a man is obvious but that's only after HRT which is hormone replacement yes. theory because it's only then um, you, you take testosterone so your voice deepens yes. you grow
1: hair and I think and, that's a choice Yeah. Uh, so uh, when, when you identify with another gender not the gender yeah. that you're born with uh, then you choose to completely yeah, to uh, sort of uh, transition or trans- not yes okay so uh, transgender is basically someone who thinks that th- or identifies with another gender uh, not the gender that they are born with. So not the uh, so uh, if they like I said, if you're born a man, you uh, identify yourself as a woman. Okay, and, uh, this can uh, I mean lead to a lot of uh, difficulty in integrating in society. And uh, Not only that, I think for one's uh, for oneself also yes. because you I think that that should be huge. I think that's absolutely right, Sandy. It starts with oneself. Uh, imagine the amount of confusion uh, it, like you know, when we were talking earlier in our earlier sessions about uh, you know lesbians, gays and bisexuals that itself is uh, because the norms that you're taught from childhood mm-hmm. are that uh, this is how people are supposed to be if you're a man you need to feel attracted to a woman you need to marry you need to uh, reproduce these are the norms that you're taught these are the you know accepted that this is the way to be and here it's uh, forget about sexuality you're talking about just who you are Sexuality is one part of you, yeah. but uh, you know, the gender is, is, is an identity. It's like who you are. So if I'm born a woman and I uh, constantly i am thinking that, no, I'm a man and I want to be a man and I, uh, it's very difficult to come to terms with it myself. It's a lot of confusion. My
0: God, I can't even begin to imagine Mm. what uh, people go through because it must be so, so tough because Mm. you're born with certain body parts and you don't even want them. Mm. And, you know, it can be pretty terrible for Mm. people in the situation. Mm. And then for people around you to understand what's going on in your head Mm.
1: must be 10 times more difficult yes and uh, through that process while you are still struggling to accept yourself uh, you are faced with so much of ridicule so much of uh, non-acceptance really so much of uh, uh, you know people not understanding what's happening for you and when people don't understand like I said they discriminate they because it makes them feel safe then so you know you're facing all of that while you're still struggling to coming to terms with who you really are
0: Oh yeah, I know. I mean, that that is a it, it is a tough battle to actually fight, but uh, you know what. What makes me feel really bad is that nobody else can understand it mm. because when you're born with the... See, I think to a large extent, people still understand uh, when you're attracted to the same sex. Mm. That is a lot easier to understand than to actually see a person who has the uh, genitalia and parts of a woman, but actually thinks like a man. Mm. You, uh, For an outsider, you wonder like, how does that happen? Yes. And it, uh,
1: uh, the uh, stereotyping, gender stereotyping happens so young. Uh, You will see it from a very young age. You will see boys being gifted uh, guns, Mm -hmm. uh, which in any case, I don't think should be gifted to any child. Yeah, (laughs) I uh, agree with you you on that. Hmm. Trucks and vehicles and cars and all of that uh, being told that blue is your color. Mm -hmm. Uh, Girls being told pink Pink is is your color color. and dolls and kitchen sets. And these are how uh, the the gender stereotyping starts very early. And uh, so that's uh, because I think in some way society tries to uh, sort of... Shove something down down your throat, saying, "This
0: is what you're supposed to like." You know what was really interesting, uh, Ajanta, was I was watching this video of a six-year-old transgender Mm. child, and it was amazing. Um, Obviously, uh, she was born a boy, but Mm. identified as a girl, Mm. and uh, nobody told her what color to choose or Mm. uh, what to play with or anything. But um, yeah, well, I think we're going into a break, and we'll be right back after this break.
1: Get counseled by Inner Sight on Heart to Heart with Sandy.
0: Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Q Radio, and this is Heart to Heart with Sandy and Inner Sight. Uh, if you've just joined the show, uh, I have Ajanta with me, the lovely, lovely Ajanta from Inner Sight, and uh, we're talking transgender issues. We just uh, covered what a transgender
1: is and what transgenderism is, and uh, we were uh, talking about uh, you know gender identity and mm-hmm. how uh, it, the stereotyping happens so young. And you were telling uh, me, Sandy, about this video that you'd seen. Oh yeah, on
0: YouTube, mm-hmm. where this uh,
1: little boy. Mm-hmm. Obviously
0: identified as a girl, and kept asking his parents why they're put why they're putting him in uh, shirts and pants, mm. and they didn't understand it because they didn't know what was going around. So uh, and what was going on? So uh, the child insisted on being dressed in a dress and loves the color pink, loves little hairbands and jewelry and everything. And you know, uh, it everything was kind of fine till this the school refused to let her use the gents loo hmm. and so that is a, a kind of a problem right now because hmm. uh, they say you can't use a gents loo the boys loo and uh, the boys toilet and the little th- the little boy i mean the little girl refuses to go to a A boy's Um, toilet. hmm. Because uh, she wants to know, why am I being asked to go to a boy's toilet if I'm a girl?
1: Hmm.
0: And the parents are finding it, you know, they're finding it a little um, difficult to kind of identify uh, with what she's she wants and what she's trying
1: to say because they themselves don't understand it. And you've got to understand this is in a society which is a lot more inclusive. Exactly. Uh, We're talking of a society where uh, the parents would then say, okay, she likes wearing a dress, let her wear a dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's unlikely to happen in the in, in the Indian context.
0: True. But, uh, you know, we had uh, Anu from mm-hmm. Hyderabad and... Uh, She was telling us how um, her parents used to dress her up like a girl when she was young, Mm -hmm. never in a a, a boy's um, garb. It was always uh, or a boy's attire. It was always a dress, and uh, you know.
1: Yes, and I think to a certain extent, if you look at uh, Indian families, Mm -hmm. you'll see during festivals, you'll see during uh, certain times that little boys are or little girls are dressed as uh, you know certain gods and dressed. Exactly, yeah, that does happen. But Mm -hmm. if the uh, boy or the girl continue uh insisted on dressing uh, 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 or identifying themselves with a gender which was not theirs. Uh, most parents would not be at all understanding. In fact, would try to browbeat would try to browbeat them into sort of being a yeah, favorite.
0: absolutely. Because here it wasn't even the parents' suggestion. It wasn't like how our little Indian mm-hmm. goddesses on fancy dress mm-hmm. you dra- dress up a girl mm-hmm. like a boy. So you know, it wasn't even like that. This uh, this video that I saw, this uh, little child just wanted to wear girls clothes mm. and the parents couldn't understand why and then when they asked uh, him why do you want to wear a girl's, ch- uh, w- girl's uh, uh, dress he
1: said but because I am a girl yeah and, and know, it's as simple as that yeah. you know it's as simple as that yet it is so difficult to sort of uh, not just comprehend to accept I think uh, you know uh, the ridicule that one faces uh, it starts from home but it goes on to uh, you know children are cruel
0: Children right. are very cruel and you know, um, I think okay. they're taking, adult, they're taking uh, lessons from adults because mm-hmm. uh, adults can be cruel too and yes. when you see, uh, you know, your environment
1: being cruel, you think that's the way to be. Yes, and to uh, sort of uh, question anything that is uh, that you don't know about. So, uh, if you don't know about it, if you don't know that a boy can like to dress as a girl, then that means that's bad, that means that's wrong, that means it's a sin. So, you know, that's how people translate these sort of uh, things and sort of then, you know, gang up. You have a lot of those sort of uh, issues where they tend to uh, withdraw, tend to retreat uh, transgenders, uh, especially at that age when they themselves are still confused. Exactly. And, you know, how does, uh, you know,
0: how does one deal with someone like that? Mm. That That is difficult for a person who has to deal with it, mm. as well as the person going through it. Yes. And, you know, I think if uh, everybody, I, I mean, according to me, I think everybody needs counseling, <laughs> not just the LGBT community, because I think everybody needs uh, counseling because there are certain issues that we're not, um, would you say, equipped to deal with mm. uh, by ourselves or um, just getting help from our uh, surroundings which could be our friends or our parents mm. or whatever because they might they might have a different mindset mm. so i would think that going to a counselor would be the first step into any issue that a person might have yes
1: i think i think that's right i think uh in terms of uh Of course, uh, as a child, uh, as a confused small child, uh, may not know the option or may not have the uh, way of how to sort of contact a counselor. But for parents, definitely. I think parents who are the first Mm -hmm. people who would notice something like this, who would themselves be confounded, who would be wondering what's happening to their child, uh, wouldn't know how to deal with the child, definitely, uh, you know, sort of reaching out for counseling is one option.
0: So, you know what? The one thing I wanted to uh, touch upon before we go into our break Mm -hmm. is that, uh, you know, we've heard that term uh, transgender being used and but you know I think there's a lot of confusion surrounding mm. it mm. I mean uh, under that umbrella of transgender comes transsexuals comes uh, um, uh, cross dressers yes, um, what else I mean transvestites mm. who are more or less like cross dressers mm. so there, there's a there's a whole plethora of of identities under transgender hmm. so it can get confusing for a lot of people hmm. Hmm. but I think at the end of the day it means someone who identifies
1: with a gender that they're not born with. Okay, we're going to come back Heart to Heart with Sandy and Innocide The counselling session is on
0: everyone you're listening to Q Radio and this is Heart to Heart with Sandy and Innersight if you've just joined the conversation I'm sitting with the lovely Ajanta day from Inner Sight, and uh, we're discussing issues on uh, transgenders Yeah. hi Ajanta again hi Sandy yeah so um, we were talking about transgenders yes. and uh, you kind of um, I mean you described what uh, a tra- yeah, uh, transgender confusion is confusion
1: that really happens yeah. and uh, you know earlier I was talking to you about Uh, gender stereotyping Mm -hmm. and uh, the guilt or the confusion starts from there. Uh, So, uh,
0: you know, as a child or, you know, as a young
1: adult, how does one know their... Transgender So for example I've Like you mentioned About this boy In the video uh-huh. You just uh, You know Something else Appeals to you A lot more mm-hmm. You you like uh, Mommy's dressing table More than dad's Shaving kit yeah. You just like it more But do you think It's just like A one off thing Or a it phase could, Sometimes it is a, a phase And yeah. sometimes They feel embarrassed And people outgrow it You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, when it persists For a long time uh, Then you start uh, Feeling a little uh, You know you, At least for a child Who is a uh, a child of three or four doesn't understand any of this Mm -hmm. but when you are a little older when you're nine or ten and you still are looking um, sort of uh, uh, you know uh, looking at your sister's clothes and wondering when can I get into those I think that is uh, when you start feeling also guilty the guilt uh, starts uh, sort of piling on yeah you were talking about gender stereotyping so yeah so the guilt comes on that's saying that no I'm not supposed to like all this I'm supposed to like you know checked shirts and I'm supposed to like boots and I'm not supposed to like this kind of stuff basically
0: all things male Males.
1: supposedly yeah. male so
0: yeah so you know i i don't know why uh, you know people are uh, kind of afraid of them or nervous of them but i think they themselves are you know nervous and unsure of what to do mm. and then when you see the reaction or adverse reactions of people around you i think that pushes you further into your um your shell you know yes. and you know another thing is We all wonder is um, HRT, which is hormone replacement Mm. um, therapy or sexual reassignment Mm. Mm. surgery, SRS. Is that
1: necessary? Is that, you know, um, mandatory? I think it's not mandatory for sure. It's a choice. Uh, when you identify uh, with a particular gender and mm-hmm. you've not been born in that gender um, sometimes the need to sort of uh, stop people from or, or to just feel complete mm-hmm. a lot of people will tell you transgenders who opt for uh, any of these surgeries will tell you that they feel incomplete in their mind they are a certain gender but they don't look like that and they have to uh, take so much more pain to uh, sort of uh, feel or dress or look like one and uh, when so it's a personal choice really to uh, go for any of these surgeries it's not mandatory there are people who go through life without opting for any of these surgeries um, I would also like to uh, sort of uh, put in a word of caution uh, uh, some research should be done before uh, you know where you get these surgeries yeah exactly you know, you know, a lot of cases yeah. of botched up surgeries and mm-hmm. uh, with a, a lot of uh, really uh, tragic outcomes so I think in that sense you need to be um, we've had one uh, recently a very well-known uh, director Mm-hmm. Uh, who uh, opted for surgeries and I mean well it, it, the jury is still out as to the cause of his death but it was believed that the number of uh, you know continuous surgeries that he went for was one of the reasons wow uh, and he was going for SRS surgeries oh really yes okay and I think so I think in that sense yes you need to be a little careful find out it's also expensive
0: very expensive especially for people here mm-hmm. um, because I have met Excuse me, a couple of uh, transgender people. And, uh, you know, it's very sad that they don't have um, an option where they can actually go for surgery at, a, at a, what do you say, a reasonable cost. Mm. In fact, in India, I don't think there are very many people that do reassignment surgeries. Mm. So that is another problem here. But in the U.S., I know it's pretty common. They go to Thailand, which is another place for
1: SRS. Yes. So um, yeah. yes, it, it's expensive. It's uh, it's risky if it's if you haven't got the right sort of uh, medical uh, you know, um, help. But I think uh, more than that, it's a personal choice. And I think also counseling before a
0: surgery yes. is mandatory. Very, very important. That should be mandatory, and I think it is. And any surgeon will not do that surgery unless you know the counselor has given their approval, because there are also cases of when people have had the surgery and then. Said, oh my God, I don't think I want this. Yes. And then there's no going back because mm. you've already changed from one gender to another, yeah. and um, you can't go back and have a reverse uh, surgery mm. because that costs money again. And depending on the
1: not not talking about the risk to your health. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, I think uh, definitely counselling before any of this, counselling through the process of uh, when you're uh, dealing with the angst of Mm -hmm. accepting yourself, of uh, dealing with uh, possibly rejection from several quarters in your life, whether it's your parents, family or uh, friends, colleagues, getting
0: work at work. Yeah, I know that that must I mean, that must be really, really hard for Mm. people. And uh, that's why, you know, shows like this would educate uh, listeners and help things be better. Anyway, um, we have to go into a break, Ajanta.
1: So we're going to go into a short break. Come out, be proud on Heart to Heart with Sandy and Inner Sight.
0: Welcome back, you gorgeous people. If you're listening, this is Q Radio with Sandy and Ajanta on Heart to Heart. Um, Today, like I said, we are talking about uh, transgender issues, and uh, Ajanta and me have been chatting about uh, various uh, points uh, touching upon these um, situations, and uh, we've just covered uh, uh, HRT and SRS and whether it was mandatory, and uh, Ajanta, very very nicely told us that it was not mandatory, it was optional and it was a choice of the person um, involved. And hopefully it, it, it would ideally should be an uh, informed choice. Mm-hmm, an informed choice uh, after taking counselling yes. and then, you know, making uh, a choice once a person is mm-hmm. sure because the ramifications of then wanting to change your mind is not happening. Mm-hmm. It's not like a haircut or, you know, a change of a hairstyle. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, that is the first thing one should do before you go or even think of hormone replacement uh, uh, therapy or uh, sexual reassignment surgery. Now, um, Ajanta, you know, all this is, um, it's already a problem, like we've Mm. discussed, Mm. for uh, transgenders to come out, for them to, you know, find friends. But how do they deal with it at home, like with their parents? Mm. I mean, how does a transgender child tell his parents that, Hi, mum and dad. I'm a guy, but I identify as a woman, or vice versa. Yeah,
1: as a teenager or as a young child, it's very difficult. Most mm-hmm. of them tend to hide. So They tend to, do, you know, indulge themselves when they're when they feel they're, uh, you know, sort of uh, when no one will know about it. And you know, in India, the concept of privacy is almost nil. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a child is not allowed to close her, his yeah. or her door. So that's uh, that's there. I think. Um, it's more about uh, the only way forward, really, Sandy, mm-hmm. like I said, for most of, um, with uh, most other issues, uh, similarly for transgenders, I think is education. I think for a transgender, I would say to, uh, you know, when you are a slightly older and you're quite convinced that, uh, you know, you just don't identify with the gender that you belong to, uh, educate yourself. What yeah. is really happening for you? What does that mean? How does it change any everything else for you? Go in for counselling. Uh, the thing is, uh, if you notice, and I'll give you an example, slightly, uh, you know, sort of re- far, uh, slightly d- different from this. But if let's say, for example, if you're not very confident of a new haircut that you've mm-hmm. had or a particular d- uh, dress that you're wearing, uh, you tend to be very conscious. Yeah. Or let's say uh, if you're not very confident of speaking in public, mm-hmm. and uh, if you ha- are in a, a put in a position like that you tend to be uh, a little bit on the back foot yeah Uh, so but if you've worked uh, on yourself and if you've convinced yourself if you've spoken if you've done some self-talk and you will see how much more that translates to how people treat you so similarly that I
0: have to agree because I think if you are ashamed of yourself Mm. and you're like you know nervous about Mm. talking about being out there you're wondering what people are going to say I think you know, it affects your demeanor, it affects your body language, it affects, it affects your confidence. It affects, and the vibe
1: that you give Yeah, us. the vibe that you exude. Yeah, and people tend to pick that up very much. Exactly. You will see a certain type of child or a certain child being bullied in class. And some children just being left alone, even as young as four or five. Yeah. People just uh, sort of decide based on the vibe that you're exuding, like you said. And I think it's very important that you yourself are educated, you yourself are convinced, you, you, you accept yourself. You love yourself for who you are. love yourself for, uh, you know, uh, the fact that you are different or that you like uh, things uh, differently from somebody else. And I think once you are accepting of that, you will find it. For example, if you're a transgender who's ashamed Mm -hmm. or uh, have guilt and let's say uh, somebody, uh, a colleague or a friend or somebody asked you about it, you wouldn't even, you know, you would tend to be uh, not maybe defensive or you may tend to really, sort of uh, uh, not be very sure of what you're saying. Exactly. I think it's important that you sort of educate yourself. I think for parents, uh, like I had spoken about parents of... uh you know, yeah. LGBT community, of the, uh, you know, lesbians and gays, one needs to uh, sort of really, really look at your child as this is one part of your child. And there there is just so many things which are to love about your child. Don't give up on your child. Don't uh, ridicule, judge him because, uh, you know, he is different from what you had uh, imagined or hoped for him to be.
0: No, but, uh, you know, I, I think parents today are becoming a little more open with yes. the LG and B. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're kind of, uh, well, I wouldn't say open, but a little more understanding.
1: Yes. They're and trying I, to understand. I see that in my counseling practice as well, Sandy. I see people, uh, you know, parents saying that... Uh, yes that you know uh, I I will not give up on him just because his sexual orientation is different or because he's gay or he's lesbian or she's lesbian but I do also hear them say very often that as long as they don't flaunt that life in public don't shame us by, uh, you know, you know, sort of coming out or sort of making a big deal about it. If they're conducting themselves uh, discreetly and privately, that's fine. So the the sense of shame associated with society is still very much there. With transgenders, a lot of it is in the public, like I said. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Most parents would be quite uh, unsure about how to approach this. Most would be livid. Most would be sad. There would be disappointment and hurt. Um, I think like with anything unknown. So, there is going to be that level of, uh, you know, sadness and anger and, uh, you know, self-blame sometimes. What did I do wrong? To I, be like this. To, that I, my child is like this. Yeah. So there are uh, issues like that. Parents, I would definitely, definitely uh, not just encourage, I would advise actually uh, that please do reach out for counseling when you are going through these uh, acceptance issues with your child, when you're finding it difficult to understand, accept or uh, really uh, sort of, uh, you know, you know be with him as a parent so I think that's something I would advise parents definitely to do absolutely Um, and you know when you have a child like this the most important thing is
0: the solidarity in the family and when you don't get backup or you don't get support from your family I mean that could lead to a lot of other problems you know you're getting into alcohol or drugs or Mm. whatever you know and it's 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 really bad absolutely I think
1: for parents I think one thing to keep in mind is that there is so much of uh, uh, you know uh, discrimination and there's so much of rejection from society from friends from um, workplace from everywhere else even when they're walking down the road If they're very obviously transgender, there is so much of ridicule, people pointing fingers, people uh, joking, people uh, taunting, uh, some people being openly aggressive and sort of so I think uh, just remember that your child must be facing so much of that outside exactly. and while you can't control the environment outside you can provide a safe and uh, 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 an accepting environment at home so I think that's something to keep in mind uh, the dangers that you spoke about are very real Sandy when uh, one feels like one is cornered no one loves me no one accepts me uh, you tend to uh most people tend to withdraw and retreat into their own shell, not really come out, usually stay at home and lock their doors or not go and become completely unsocial in many ways. And I think a lot
0: of uh, times also education is not provided for children mm. like this because they feel, oh, this one doesn't deserve anything. Mm. Like even by parents, I've seen, you know, these things happening. And
1: uh, one part is the uh, deserving bit. And mm-hmm. the other bit is that uh, shame. Yep. I don't want my child to be seen by anybody I don't want to be known as parents of this child yes. so if they go out you, you'd you rather hide them wish, mm-hmm. wish that nobody would know that your child is a certain way so the more you send them out or go anywhere out uh, it, it just becomes a little bit more the shame sort of you feel that you know you're bringing it on yourself so uh, you know if anyone's listening if
0: uh, you know if you have a friend if you have a colleague if you have a you know a relative who you suspect is transgender get them to counseling yes because if you don't know you're not sure and if they're not sure i mean reach out to them and tell them to get you know the uh,
1: counseling so they can have lives like all of us do yes and i think i would like to also tell all uh, uh, you know uh, people who are listening in and uh, is that for any of these things open up your mind i think just open up your mind yes. i think uh, just uh, you know move a little bit back and just ask yourself the way you know is that the only way to be is it possible that, that, you know, people may have other choices, people may have, uh, you know...
0: Uh, other orientations. Goodbye, good luck and all the best.
1: Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this SochCast. What is your Soch? Send us your comments on our Facebook page and Instagram page. It's time for you to do your own SochCast. At SochCast, Upni Soch dunyako. SochCast